So today I am here with Lila Weiss. Um, she is going to be talking a, about her experience with a Kiari malformation. Am I pronouncing that right? Kiari. Kiari. Okay. The Kiari malformation. Um, this is a genetic condition that causes a defect in the cerebellum and it allows it is associated with a bunch of full bunch of structural defects and um symptoms include neck pain dizziness coordination coordination issues muscle weakness headaches insomnia depression and ringing in the ears so to get started can you tell me a little bit more about this condition and kind of how you went about um, when you were first diagnosed with it um, so I guess to start off, um, I was in high school, so around 15, 16, I was experiencing um, some neurological issues um, and symptoms that I've never really had before um, and that were kind of concerning to me. Um, like, I, I think it really started with like chronic headaches kind of at the base of my skull, um, dizziness, a lot of uh, numbness, tingling, upper back and neck pain um, and stuff like that. Uh, so I first went to orthopedic, um, orthopedist and they did some imaging they did an MRI and it was just of my spine. Cause that's where my numbness was. And they found a syrinx, which is, um, typically from Chiari, uh, malformations. And it's just like kind of a cyst or pocket of um, spinal fluid that's gets messes with the flow of the spinal fluid, um, to my understanding. <laughs> um, and so that doctor really didn't know anything about it. Um, and so she kind of passed me along to a pediatric neurosurgeon who, uh, did more imaging, did an MRI, full brain and spine MRI, um, saw that I had a Chiari malformation. Um, he didn't really want to do anything with it, even though I was having these like debilitating symptoms um, that were really kind of interrupting my daily life and my schoolwork. Um, he basically was kind of very dismissive of my symptoms mm -hmm. um, and was blaming it on like me being a teenager and staring at my phone for hours on end. Um, <laughs> And so me and my mom kind of left that appointment, like feeling kind of crappy. So we made an appointment with uh, someone that specializes in Chiari malformations in Columbus, Ohio, which is about three hours um, from Louisville. And we went there and he was super awesome. He was like, I get like, I understand these symptoms suck. Um, like here are some treatment plans we can do. Like looking at it right now, we don't want to do surgery. We want to see if it's going to continue to grow or if it's just going to stay stable. Um, so they mainly treated my symptoms. So my pain with like nerve pain meds and muscle relaxers um, and my headaches with uh, some migraine meds. Um, and then kind of repeat imaging from there every year or so for about five years. Um, it didn't grow anymore. So they really didn't want to do surgery just cause the surgery isn't like guaranteed successful um, and it's pretty invasive. So they figured treating my symptoms was probably the best route for now. 
Um, and yeah, that's kind of where I'm at right now. The, I mean, my symptoms aren't completely gone, but, um, like the meds are really helping and, um, doing like some physical therapy and, and, uh, PMNR type stuff has, has really helped as well. Yeah. Um, it kind of leads to my next question. So how did this kind of change your experience in high school? Like what were you able, like stuff that you weren't able to do that you kind of missed out on? Um, you know, how did this kind of change your experience since you got diagnosed in that in your high school years? Um, it definitely affected my high school experience like a ton. Um, when it first started, I missed a ton of school just for um, like doctor's appointments or just really not even feeling well enough to go to school some days, um, which obviously affected my grades, affected my social life in high school. Um, I used to play like four sports and I pretty much stopped playing all the sports um, that I was playing at that time, just because, I mean, I could barely function at school, let alone doing sports, um, especially with like the neurological symptoms that I was having. It was, it was kind of hard to to that. Um, but yeah, I was mostly affecting like grades and social life and like my physical, like fitness. Um, yeah, which definitely like kind of changed the trajectory of my life, but yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, is there anything that you kind of wish people knew about this condition that, you know, that obviously I haven't heard of it personally before, um, before this, is there anything you kind of wish that other people knew about this that you think would be more helpful and understanding to you? Um, I guess just that it's a fairly common um, defect. And while like a lot of people have it, not everyone develops symptoms, especially like depending on the type. So like with my type, I have Chiari malformation uh, type one. And so that usually develops symptoms around adolescence or like early adulthood. Um, so it's like surprising to people that I've had it my entire life and I only just started getting symptoms. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's also just like general, like invisible illnesses and chronic illnesses. Like people tend to uh, not fully understand or try to understand because I look physically healthy. Mm-hmm expect me to be physically healthy um so yeah I mean just kind of and it has such like a wide range of symptoms that like if I'm saying like oh I have headaches and someone else can say like like I'm having issues with my bladder like like holding in my bladder um which is like two very different symptoms but they're coming from the same thing um yeah and just I, I don't know general awareness. Most people, uh, really have no idea what it is when I tell people I have it and they're just, yeah, really surprised. (laughs) Yeah. I have a statistic here that I found, um, about one in a hundred children have that common brain disorder called KRE one malformation, but most of the time such children grow up normally and no one suspects the problem, but in about one in 10, those children, the condition causes headaches, neck pain, hearing, vision, imbalance disturbances, or other neurological symptoms. So as you mentioned, you know, that it's kind of, you know, you look physically healthy and, but you're actually having this chronic pain and um, 
all of that that goes with it. Um, is there any, do you know anybody else with this condition or um, that have the same experience as you or is this kind of brand new? Um, when I first uh, was diagnosed with it, I had literally never heard of it in my entire life. Um, like me and my mom were both like, we have no idea what this is. We did a lot of like Googling, which is obviously yeah. scary. Um, reading some of the stuff you can find online about it. Um, and I don't, I didn't really know anyone that had it personally, but like eventually like stuff on my social media would be coming up and like people talking about their experience with Chiari. Um, which was really fascinating just because like I personally have never met anyone with it mm -hmm. um, and then actually this past year uh, my cousin got diagnosed with Chiari malformation oh wow that's surprising yeah which was like I guess I never really thought about it being like hereditary or like family kind of related mm -hmm. but I think it runs in I don't think they've connected it to that but it does run in families um, so it's just nice to, to be able to kind of pass along everything I've learned mm -hmm. to her. Um, and to like, I was like, go see this doctor. They know yeah. what they're doing as opposed to like the doctors in Louisville that I had seen. Um, so it definitely would have been nice to have known someone that had it, uh, when I first was dealing with it just to help me navigate it. Um, cause I kind of, was just kind of on my own, but yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, I also, there's not, whenever I looked it up, it didn't seem like there was much information that I could find either, you know, I feel like more common, maybe there's more support groups and everything like that. But since, you know, it's really hard because it doesn't have a lot of information. So, yeah. so I found something about, I was curious about if it was hereditary or not. And I found something, um, it says that because Kiari Mafi malformations are an unusual structural defect. Patients often wonder if the condition is hereditary, although we can't say for certain um, if malformations are hereditary, we do know that the birth this birth defect is common in families, but additional research will be need to be conducted before a definite answer can be provided. Um, so yeah, I was I'm also curious, do you know if anyone else in your family has this condition or is it just your cousin? Um, me and my cousin are the only ones that are symptomatic. Mm -hmm. Typically, if someone's going to be diagnosed with it, that's non-symptomatic. It's just like a kind of an accidental finding on imaging. Yeah. Um, so not that I know of, but it's also like, like you said, one in a hundred children have it, but only one in 10 of those one in a hundred are symptomatic. Um, so it's, it's really hard to say. So me and my cousin are the only one that are symptomatic, but that doesn't rule out the rest of my family and I have seven siblings so that doesn't rule out any of them yeah yeah no that's interesting that you and your cousin both have it um and then I know you said that your healthcare um experience with the doctor in Louisville was kind of an iffy one but then when you went to Columbus that was a good one are there any other healthcare experience you had dealing with this condition that um you know maybe it wasn't the best for situation or you didn't really have that great of experience in? Um, it was mainly that one pediatric neurosurgeon in Louisville. Um, he was super dismissive and it was 
the first doctor that I went to that knew what it, what a Chiari malformation was. So for them to be like dismissing all of my symptoms, like it made me think like, like, am I making this up? Like, right. Am I blowing this out of proportions? Um, but everyone else, other than that, like once I found that doctor in Columbus and all the doctors he sent me to after that were super helpful, um, super understanding. Like I did a pain clinic in Columbus for a little bit. Um, and they were great. I mean, they were super understanding and, and helpful. Um, and they went at it from a different bunch of different, like aspects of my life, which was, which was nice, but yeah. Yeah. I would also, um, when, so also healthcare providers, but what about maybe teachers and, um, those people around you, did they seem pretty understanding of your condition or did you also have troubles in that way as well? Since you were mentioned before you were diagnosed in high school. Um, for the most part, my teachers were pretty understanding because they could see physically that I was struggling. Like they could see that I wasn't feeling well. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that was pretty clear when I was in class. Um, so they were pretty understanding. Plus, like, I had doctor's notes saying, like, leave her alone. Like, <laughs> this is real. Um, she really is struggling. Um, I think my main issue was kind of with uh, one of my sports coaches who was basically telling me I was, like, making up these symptoms so I didn't have to run and, like, that kind of thing. Um and I was like, I wish I was making up these symptoms. <laughs> like it was, it was hard to hear, um, especially from someone that's known me for two plus years. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, most mostly everyone is pretty understanding, um, especially teachers. Like they were, they were great. Yeah, I'm glad to hear that. Um, is there anything else that you kind of? someone maybe dealing with this condition for the first time would you have any advice for them or something you wish that you knew during that time whenever you were first diagnosed um I guess my one like big piece of advice is not to give up after the first kind of like issue like a lot of people struggle to get diagnosed with these types of things um especially like chronic illness or invisible illnesses like they takes them a couple tries to get diagnosed um, and to get treated for that diagnosis. Um, so mainly just like, don't give up. Like mm -hmm. not everyone and not all doctors are going to be dismissive of you. Mm -hmm. um, and there is help out there. You just have to look extra hard for it, which sucks, but you do. Um, and you can. <laughs> um, that was my cat. Um, but yeah. Yeah. Um, is, so how is kind of, when you say all your symptoms, do you think, have it gotten progressively a little bit better over the years, or do you think it's kind of stayed the same or worse? I would say it's mostly stayed the same. I've okay. kind of found what triggers them, mm -hmm. um, like, especially the headaches. I've kind of pinpointed like, okay, this is what's causing these headaches. This is how I avoid those things. Um, and same with like, my back pain, um, my like other type neurological type symptoms, I've kind of figured out what's irritating them and making them worse and what makes them better. Um, so that's obviously helped 
like with how I'm feeling. And then also just like the treatments on top of that, the, the medication and like the physical therapy, the Botox I get in my back, mm. um, stuff like that. But I would say generally it stayed around the same, but I've learned to deal with it better and, mm. and live with it. So, yeah. And in this type of condition, is it supposed, um, is it going to progressively get better like over the years or is it just kind of what you said, it stays the same over the years, like as you grow older? It typically doesn't get better. It either stays the same or it gets worse. Mm-hmm. And for me so far for the past like six, seven years, it stayed the same. So they're pretty much assuming that it's going to continue to stay the same unless something like affects it to make it worse. Right. Um, but yeah, it doesn't tend to get better from my understanding. It usually just stays the same mm-hmm. or gets worse. Have you had any, I mean, I know that you have treatments and everything associated with the pain that you feel, but have you had any like psychosocial treatments from the healthcare provider providers of have they um, referred you to counseling for this kind of specifically for the, um, for this malformation? Um, I've, none of them have really uh, referred me to anyone. I've like sought out um, counseling for just chronic pain in general. Um, And that was pretty helpful. And then when I did the pain clinic in Columbus, um, they had a counselor there that did like um, biofeedback type stuff. Um, and also just kind of checking in, like, how are you doing and, and ways to kind of deal with, um, chronic issues. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, they were helpful. Um, I did have to like, kind of seek them out mostly on my own, but, um, for the most part, they were easy to find. Yeah, that's good. I'm happy that you were able to do that. Is there like, do you think it would have been useful if some healthcare providers um, kind of referred you to some support groups? Like, do you think you would you would use that? And, um, you know, do you think that would have been, you would want them to do that, basically? I think it would have been nice. Um, I think when I was diagnosed originally, there wasn't a ton of information or research about Chiari malformations. Um, I think there's a little bit more now, not a ton, but a little bit more. Um, so it was, they didn't really know what I needed and I didn't really know what I needed. Mm-hmm. Um, I think a support group would have been nice. Um, but again, it's like everybody's experience with it varies so much. Right. That it's at sometimes hard to relate to others that have the same condition as me um, because they have such a different experience with it. Mm-hmm. So, um, I would have been interested to see, uh, like, I guess just how a support group would go. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how much it would benefit me. I think it would be nice to know, like other people are struggling, right. but like I said, like everybody's kind of struggling with it differently. Um, so, yeah, I was about to say, it's interesting that it's so variable, the symptoms. And I think that's really different and unique about it I think you know with the support group what you said and everybody's experience is different yeah Yeah. okay I think that is the last of my questions for you um is there anything else that you kind of want to maybe 
you wish people I know I asked this earlier but any like last thoughts or anything like that that you kind of wish or a takeaway that people knew about this condition um I'm not sure I mean I I wish there were more more research mm-hmm. and resources for people that are dealing with it but I think uh that's the same with any kind of uh defect right or, especially like birth defect like I've had it for so long yeah uh, and I'm just now experiencing symptoms differently like it would have been nice to have some research to be like oh like I fit into this category and like this is why I'm feeling this way um but yeah I mean just general awareness Mm -hmm. I know there's I want to say there's one month that's Chiari malformation awareness month but doesn't get much awareness right (laughs) oh okay well thank you so much for meeting with me today um I appreciate it so so much yeah of course thank you have a great rest of your day bye bye